But Dad, isn't it time for illegal ham in the face? But, but, but bro, where's the banjo? everybody i am that fat guy and we are back with another wonderful episode of legal ham to the face let me bring in the cohorts first off let me bring in my co-host let me get in big bry hey guys and also the man behind the scenes taking care of everything my cousin Vinny. good morning everybody there we go so today we got a very special episode it's august 3rd Training camp is here. They put the pads on today. Big Brown. We'll get the Cavs, Browns, and Indians. Uh, we have a big signing that we got to get into here a little bit later. Uh, we also got to get into Indians might be in trouble. So we'll see what happens. And then Fat Boy Tuesday. Vinny, give him the rundown. All righty. Well, first up here, we're going to have my cousin Vinny's word of the day, followed by I heard trivia. it already, Bri. I heard it already, <laughs> and I'm not even looking forward to it. It sounds it sounds like something from medieval times that I do not want to say on air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, then we're coming up on trivia time, and uh, Fatty, it's your turn, isn't it, for trivia there? Uh, yeah. So yeah. uh, we'll be talking a little tribe there, what uh, trades and stuff they have going on, and Tito stepping away. And uh, is it the last straw for uh, the tribe's playoffs uh, for their hopes and stuff? We'll talk some Cavs. Uh, Brown's training camp is right around the corner. And, um, you know, what do we have going on there? The uh, deal with Chubb and um, Paul. So uh, how do you say his last name there? What is it? Deep Podesta. Yeah. All right. That's what I was just making sure of. All right. We'll get into Fat Boy Tuesday, talking some meat to bread ratio and uh, top three favorite homemade sandwiches. Ooh. I love it. Meat to bread ratio again. <laughs> we never did it live. We, uh, yeah. if we can rehash it. I mean, it, my feelings haven't changed for it. I know. I feel sad for you because of that. There's got there's a lot of people that feel like me. We're not cavemen. You know, what the, bad like thing you. Is, you know what the bad thing is, is I put out the poll of the meat to bread ratio. I was like, is there a perfect meat to bread ratio? I think like seventy percent agreed with you. Oh really? And then I called them monsters. 
<laughs> well, see that that's a little surprising because a lot of people will lie on Twitter. So. Oh yeah, take it with a grain of salt. You know. it, well, it's nice to know that they're telling the truth. It's probably even though you say seventy, it's probably more eighty-five percent. Yeah, probably that, uh, that would agree with me. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt, maybe ninety. Okay. All right, so let's get to our shout-outs, boys. I'm going to go with my cousin Vinny first. My cousin Vinny, why don't you give us a shout-out? Um, shout-out uh, Razzles. Oh, yeah. So we'll be there uh, next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. So uh, we'll be very excited about that. August uh, 10th at 6 p.m. live from the Tiki Bar. Yep. Bri, you ready for that? Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love Razzles. The outside, you cannot beat it. No, right? you cannot. So... Yep, that's what I got for uh, for shout outs. That that's it. That, okay, all right. So, Brian, your turn for shout outs. Yep, my first shout out will go to my cable provider. Well, technically streaming provider, Hulu added the NFL Network just in time for training camp. So, boy, that a boy. It just it made my entire month. A um, couple years ago, we switched from Hulu to PlayStation View. For one reason, and it's because they had the NFL Network. So, couldn't be more excited. Probably half the price of what my cable used to be. So, I'm ready, man. I'm starting to get fired up watching inside training camp almost every day. I think they're supposed to be in Cleveland tomorrow. Um, Siciliano, Joe Thomas are going to be at Browns camp. So, if you get it, turn it on. Um, yeah, and it's going to be a magical season, so I can't wait. So it's just getting me fired up. Um, second shout-out, I'll go to my favorite, your favorite, Arby's. And oh. when you go there, we all love the curly fries, but last week I tried the crinkle cut fries. Did you actually get the crinkle and cut? Shut up. No, you didn't. They, they are legit. They are the number two. Here. They're number two in my power ranking for crinkle cut fries. Right behind Shake Shack is just, it takes it to another level, but it's like five bucks for a medium fry or something. So if you go to Arby's, check it out. I know it's hard to pass on the curly fry, but you'll thank me later. Try those crinkle cut fries. Oh, you suck. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I've been there. I'd seen it for the last month, two months, how long they've promoting it for. But, um, Never did it, and I finally bit the bullet, and yeah, man, they're good. I mean, I won't name any chicken finger places that have, like, subpar crinkle-cut fries. These these are not those. Are you talking about Cade's? I will, I, I'm not going to wow. name names. Wow. Okay. But, yeah, subpar for sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. So my shout-out today is also I got to go with Razzles. I can't wait to go back here next week. Junior's got us a nice, sweet setup. Mm-hmm. Also got a shout out Miguel and Toby again because we actually played them in a pool this Sunday after the cookoff, and it was actually the funnest pool match that Vinny and I've had in a while. Yeah. It was a lot of uh, <clears throat> shit talking and uh, a lot of the birds flying uh, when we talked about certain barbecue sauces, bacon bits, <laughs> and oh. rice. So it was actually a really great time. And then also I got a shout out my brother from another mother, Patty Pat. My little brother, Patrick, came, he was on leave. He came up and spent two days with us here. Uh, we went out. Vinny got to meet Patty, Absolutely. and we went out to uh, we went out to the bar, and we had a good time together. Stopped at the house, cooked some dinner for him. It was so good to see him. He's on leave right now until 
I think next week, and then next week he goes back and he might be out towards Afghanistan. So Patty, thank you so much for uh, visiting us. I really do miss your brother. It was a great time. And uh, you know what the funny thing about it is, Bri? Hmm. Is I, I've told this story to Vinny. Uh, so when he came in Saturday night, Pat's only 26, 27. And, you know, I, I've reached a big 4-0, which we already know here. Mm-hmm. So we were sitting there drinking, day drinking, and, you know, we had a fire going. We cooked up a whole bunch of food and everything. We started watching a movie, and next thing I know, I look over, and I see my little brother just passed out. And I just went over to him with a cover and tucked him in and said, guess what? Big bro still got you. And then I went to bed. <laughs> so <laughs> as long as you outlasted him, huh? That's all that matters. All that matters. And the bad thing is, Brian, I was exhausted. I was so tired. <laughs> I'm sort of just nodding back, like, uh, and, oh yeah, um, we all been there. Next thing I know, I heard him snore once. I'm like, he's out. Yes, I won. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it was only like 10 o'clock. So <laughs> so at Columbus. Oh, let's see here. If I went to Arby's and didn't come home with curly fries, my family would drink. Oh, jeez. That, that's how I thought, I, too. Wow. I, I, I don't blame you. Right. Those curly fries, I mean, you you cannot beat them. And I'm not saying the crinkle-cut fries are better than the curly, but... Are, are we going to have to get the french fries next week for Fat Boy Tuesday? Is that sure. what we're rolling in next? Sure. Let's do it. I mean, it's getting organic now. We're just rolling into special stuff. Yeah, right. I'm telling you. Oh. Well, you got to try these before uh, before next week. Oh, I've already had the crinkle cut fries. Oh, you have. Okay. Oh, yeah. I love you know me, please. Well, I haven't had. You, you know, I'm a fan of the happy hour, and you get there, oh, yeah. and you know, you go to uh, Wendy's or a Burger King, and they give you this tiny little bag of fries. Uh, uh-uh, uh, that ain't the case at Arby's. They fill that sucker up with a lot of fries, so. It's See, worth why, it. You get two of them. You're that's all you could probably eat. See, that's why two I like, bucks. That's why I like Five Guys and Brown Bag Burger because they just fill up the whole bag. You're like, here you oh, go. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, right. All right, oh. I got stuff for tomorrow. I all forgot right. about Brown Bag Burger. I uh, know. So good. That's to make a trip out. So good. I'm thinking, <laughs> you know, I might go there tonight. Screw sure. It. It's for what you. ten minutes from you. Not even that. Forget the dogs' table. Yeah, you got more important things to do. Recon, do like eat. (laughs) All right, so (laughs) let's get into my cousin Vinny's word of the day. All right, all right. So here we go, Bry. Don't Mm -hmm. be excited. All right, because you're just gonna cry. No, we're getting it. We're getting it. Oh yeah, slowly but surely. Here we go. Oh son of a! No, he didn't turn up the volume. Uh technical difficulties. Jeez. Palaver. <laughs> palaver. Right. No, no, no. Palaver. Oh, palaver. Right. Palaver. 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 Oh. All right. You, you sure that's me. English? Yes. That's why he asked how you were with English. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds Spanish, but whatever. <laughs> Conjugate those verbs. <laughs> yes. All right. So, Betty. Yes. Get ready. Click it. It's time for trivia time. All right. Here.
So, our trivia is brought to you by Papa V at Curb Appeal Landscaping 419.com. Get a hold of Papa V. I'm pretty sure he's selling his house now. So, if you live in the Lima area and want a beautiful house in Bluffton with your own lake and like a barn with a garage, check out Papa V's house. He'd love to sell it to you. So, Big Bride, it's my turn for trivia. All right. Mm-hmm. Nick Chubb, which we will get into later, signing his new deal with the Cleveland Browns. You and I have already talked about this. I'm pretty sure you already know the answer. Oh, boy. I'm sorry. I could not come up with anything else. <laughs> have Vinny come up with one? No, no, no. We're That's all right. To... It's a good stat. It's a good stat. So, okay. every time that Nick Chubb has rushed over 100 yards, the Browns have a winning record. Okay. Now, is that winning record? He's been here for three years. Mm-hmm. Be over under. Okay. Is it over 11 and a half or under 11 and a half? Uh, 11 and a half wins? Yes. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. I'm pretty sure you know the answer. But no, you know, no, no. I won't give it away. We'll wait uh, till the end. All right. All right, Vinny. So let's get into the show here, bud. Let's get into some. Cleveland Guardians. All right. So, Cleveland Guardians. Still a tribe. I know. Well, yeah, we're, we're the Indians for one more yeah. year. All right. So, I got to get used to saying it, though. It feels weird. I got to say yeah, it. I got you. All okay. right. So, Don't the, rush it. So, the tribe has traded away two pieces. I think it's Eddie Rosario and uh, Cesar. Cesar. Yeah. Cesar went to Chicago. Eddie went to Atlanta, I believe. And we got the Panda Bear. Which I'm excited because we got the panda bear. <laughs> I so can't believe that. In my life, I can say that we have the panda bear here in Cleveland. Are you getting his jersey? Uh, yes. I am not crapping you. Yes, you I have am. to. You got I to. I am so. Oh, it's not the roller derby team. Justin, stop it. We're not. No, it's not there yet. <laughs> not there yet. All give right, me, so... give me a Sandoval bobblehead night, and I'm there. I don't uh, care if tickets are forty bucks. I'm I, there. I mean, right? We got the panda bear, right? Sure, absolutely. Well, we got rid of two good players, too. So, what kind of so? And also, Tito had to step away for the rest of the season. He ended up having hip surgery and soon to have foot surgery. So, Bry, I'm going to ask you the question that everybody wants to know. And Vinny, bring it up. Is this the last straw for the tribe's playoff hopes? Yeah, I mean. I announced it last week that uh that I kind of given up hope. I was holding out for a long time, but yeah, I mean, it would have to take something very, very special and unforeseen for us to make the playoffs. And I think when you trade, what Cesar Hernandez is basically. I mean, I know his average isn't high, but he's having a career year. What he set, yeah. yeah, he set his home run record and even before we got to August. So you trade that guy to your rival, your guy, your the team that you're chasing, you're basically waving the white flag um, without actually coming out and saying it. So well, at least when they did that, it was nice to know that they at least agree with us that, you know, it's probably not going to happen this year. Yeah. So, Vinny, you're here. So, so our friend, Mike Holzheimer, thought we were going to bust his balls over this. Right. Because yeah. of some of the things... I'm not here to bust anybody's balls. <laughs> oh no, it, it, it's unpredictable. But like, I wasn't predicting Tito to be out there for the rest of the year. If like Tito was still manager, yeah. I think the playoff hopes are still there. 
because I think Tito is a good enough manager that he can actually kind of squeak him into the wild card. But obviously the division is gone because Chicago is just, I think they're what, 10 games up now. Chicago is just running away with it. Yeah. Um, You're right. Uh, And I think the only way I, I guess I haven't looked at uh, their schedule, but the only way the Indians can make the playoffs is if they play a bunch of crappy teams in August and September. If you have too many uh, series against like playoff contending teams. Yeah. I I don't think you stand a chance, but you could beat up on the Royals and the Tigers. And uh, you know, maybe you get a series with the Reds or the Pirates or something like that. But as far as playing good teams and beating good teams, I think it's out the window for this year. I tell you what I'm really excited about, though. Granted, yes, the I think the playoff hopes are kind of done. I think this is where we're going to be at. We're just going to hover around 500, and that's what <coughs> we're at for the year. I, I predict maybe two games over 500. I expect us 500 from here on out. I mean, we don't have starting pitching. You know, Bieber's still out. So is uh, Savale. Please mm-hmm. act, actually pitch it really good. A couple of young pitchers. But the great thing about this is, though, is you actually get to see what is in your system and who you want to bring up. So yep. at this point in time, we do – real. there's Mike. Mike chimed in. Vinny, can you bring up Mike? Wait to hear that I brought the SI Jinx back full throttle. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Mike. Come on, Come man. On, Mike. We are World Series bound before you did that. Yeah, jeez. Even with all the injuries, we were going to the World Series. Uh, <laughs> I love him. He's awesome. No, uh, uh, Brian, it just with this team, it was hard to swallow. I thought they might be able to sneak into the playoffs, but now with us being the very last team in payroll now, I think we're down to $20 million in payroll. So I, you see the writing on the wall, but they're going to rebrand. They got some really, they do have some great, Four young guys that they got under control, especially with Hosey. Fran Bill is the Albert Bell that we haven't had in so long. That mm-hmm. kid is crushing everything. And then you sprinkle in a little bit of stuff from, you know, a couple starters. Like, let's see here. Who was it? Uh, Mejia had a really good outing. You know, Bobby Bradley is back up now. Right. You, you have, you're going to see what your young guys are got throughout the rest of the season and see what this team actually is and see if they can build around a young core again. So it's kind of nice to kind of just hit the reset, but not dump like Baltimore and everybody else and just have a shit team and mm-hmm. be able to kind of just stay level. It, it it will be interesting to see because what we saw the trade deadline was the Cubs and the Nationals completely sell off and commit to a rebuild and break it down to the studs and get a bunch of prospects and try to build it back up. So it'll be interesting to see how we compare to those teams that are in full on rebuild mode, because we're just kind of like we've talked, we're just kind of dipping our toe in it. We're not really full on rebuild. We don't want to trade Jose. We don't want to trade Bieber. Well, no, Um, because they're still young and they're still locked up and, you know, contracts. They're, They're not going away. Like yeah, went, but if they went away, that was something that uh, something bad happened with the back end, like Clevenger, and it yeah. just kind of magically happened. What did Mike say? Hopefully, I can get somebody record talk to me. Okay, 
Wow. <laughs> well, I wish we could just get somebody from the organization to talk to us. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, so anybody, relief pitcher, closer, batting cage kid, whatever. We have the so, so we have Bieber and we have Ramirez for about two years. So do you think we're going to win? Do you think we're going to compete for a title in the next two years? I, no, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. No, but also those are pieces that you you cannot get rid of. You can't. But if you're if you're telling me that you don't think, and I don't know how the Indians uh, management feels about this, but if you tell me we're not going to compete for the next two years with these two stud players, then what are we doing hanging on to them? Well, they're all you're not paying them anything. Like you got Jose on, right? Like, oh, yeah, but you can get something for him. We didn't get much for uh, Francisco Lindor because we held on to him till the bitter end. Well, I'm glad we didn't pay five hundred dollars for a two hundred hitter, or five hundred million dollars for a two hundred hitter. Yeah, well, but I'm saying if if you're holding on to Bieber and you're holding on to Jose, you better be pretty confident that this team can make a run in the next two years because otherwise you're just spinning your wheels. Well, you're not doing. You're not helping yourself. We could have maybe got the haul that uh, the Nationals got for Scherzer and uh, and Turner. If we dealt away our guys, then maybe we start a rebuild a little early. Talk about the Dodgers stealing something away. Holy. I mean, they just reload. They don't rebuild. They don't have to worry about their farm system. They didn't need a a shortstop. They're like, here, you want Trey Turner too? Take him. Why not? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's it's frustrating. We'll see what happens, bud. I mean, it's. You never know. We got a new owner supposedly coming in to kind of help things out. We got yeah. a whole bunch of stuff going on. You know, they're talking about revamping the whole stadium. So let's see what happens. If Vinny is oh. getting, what are you drinking, Vinny? Platform? Oh, yeah. Platform, yeah. It's called uh, New Cleveland. Yep. Vinny's yeah, Platform. I've heard of that. Right? Silver bullets. Silver bullets. You know what we just uh, polished off? A little Cleveland Underground whiskey. A little, oh, nice. Uh, a little sugar maple here. Oh, nice. All right. So, uh, so just to put a bow on it, I'm not saying that the Indians were wrong by hanging on to Ramirez and Bieber, but I'm saying you got to take a good hard look at yourself in the mirror, and if you can't talk yourself into this team being competitors for – at least the AL Central and hopefully a championship. If you think, well, we're just kind of a 500 team and these guys can get us to be a 500 team. If, you, if that's your solution, then I got a problem with that. And, and you know, it was funny. I was thinking uh, the moment I knew the season was over was when, what was it, on Friday night against the White Sox, the two outfielders converging together, colliding, it going off one outfielder's glove and popping over the fence for a home run. Did you see that? I did not. It it was it had to be number one on the not top ten plays because it went from being an out to being a home run. And I don't know if it was a, a solo shot or a two run homer, but you can't have stuff like that. that's just embarrassing. So sorry, Indians. We'll see you when you're the Guardians. Um, you know. Hopefully you make some progress at the end of the year and let's hope Tito's back. I don't, I don't have a strong feeling that he will be because I think this is the transition from 
okay, we're, we're putting the Indians, the tribe to bed to rest, and we're going to start a new next year. And I don't know if he wants to be a part of that with, with all he's got going on. So before we get into the Cavs, Brian, and I, I don't think Tito will be back either. I think this might be the last year. It, it's not because he doesn't want to. I think right. it's for health reasons. I and think it, he can't do it anymore because of health reasons. It's it's too bad because he's only a few wins away from setting the franchise record for wins. Now, I do have to say they talked about his wins because he's almost first place in Cleveland <laughs> behind uh, Lou Boudreau. Boudreau, right? yep. Mm-hmm. So – uh, but they're putting his wins on hold right now. So if he comes back, the interim manager, those wins will be vacated to Tito. If Tito does not come back, hmm. that interim manager gets those. It, it's weird. Baseball's weird. Yeah. But we do have a uh, co-worker chimed in. No names, please. Uh, he said, you guys should try Ice House. <laughs> Well, we both know who that is. So, I tried that in college, and it, it was not a good time. Yeah, so I'm good with that. Dollar seven, right, Brian? <laughs> Dollar seven. Dollar About seven. A, I, it used to be like fifty bucks for a keg, or sixty bucks for a keg, or something. <laughs> it's terrible. Terrible. The oh, Buckeyes have a new quarterback. Quitting's on. Okay, so that was wild. Ed, thank you so much because. Now that the Cavs season is done, and the Indian season is almost done, unless there's breaking Indians news, what people don't know about this show is we have the flag fight here behind me. There is a Michigan flag here. That is for the big fella right over there. Big Bri is a huge Michigan fan, and I am a huge Buckeye fan. And we will definitely get into some good old-fashioned hate here in about Maybe next week we might talk Ohio State Michigan. You want to do that, Brian? Yeah, let's do that. We, we can get into that uh, that I kid mean, we, that somehow have, left high school early. Yeah, it was only six months early. It's fine. No, it was, he vacated his senior year. He left after his junior year. Well, I know of kids that you know somebody slept in their house and drank their milk, and you know, <laughs> that was okay. So, sure. No, I, I'm not. As a Michigan fan, I'm happy that he chose to do this. I'd rather play this kid when he's. 18, 19, and 20 years old rather than uh, 19, 20, and 21 years old. So I'm happy you because he, he's, you can't guy. just pencil him in. <laughs> it's, I, I hear you. I hear you. I, I, it's, it's good news for the rest of the Big Ten, I think. All right. So now we got to get back on topic. You ready? Mm-hmm. Your Cleveland Cavaliers drafted seven-foot center Evan Mobley from USC. Brian, what do you think about the draft? Uh, I mean, we've been preparing ourselves for this for the last couple weeks, so I, I kind of talked myself into it. You, you look at the good that he has, and you look at the potential, and, you know, we've heard that if it was any other year, he, he could have been a potential number one overall pick. So the fact you get him at three, yeah, I'll take him. It wouldn't shock me. I don't think it would shock anyone if he turned out to be the best player from this draft. So let's just see what he develops into. Like we talked last week, he's seven foot. He could be a Giannis. He could be a KD. We don't know at this point. He's 19 years old. And he still has time to grow because guess what? There's another growth spurt that happens in about, what, 22? Yeah. Like I I said last week, uh, that's what concerns me a little bit because – 
if he starts getting up seven three seven four, he's kind of, you know, he's a center. You can't really play him out on the perimeter. The guards in the league are too quick for him. They'll snatch the ball from him every single time. Well, Ed in Columbus, I love what you wrote. I cannot put it up right now because I'm going to laugh so hard. I think so will Bry. Oh, well, he's in Columbus. Yeah, we don't need to well, hear that. Oh, no, no, here. With his mullet, he'll be back for his prom. Hey, now. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, don't I, under- love- I mean, you're the number one player in America, and you choose that haircut. I can't help it. I'm does he, does he just think I, looks doesn't matter? I guess the only, the only thing I can picture is Tiger King, and I just <laughs> <laughs> that's a good call. I, I can't help it. That's a good call. All right, so back to Cavs. So I'm glad they drafted Mobley though, because he was the right pick for the Cavs, I believe. Because one, yeah. you have Kevin Love getting ready to go out the door. Larry Nance is injured all the time, and you need another big guy in there to kind of help out. Now, Kevon is in Seattle, and he's not watching this right now, so he won't chime in. But, you know, the Cavs are doing something weird. They got two six-foot guards and two seven-foot centers because mm-hmm. they just signed, was it Jared Allen, right? Jared Allen to five, five years, 100 million. dollars million, all right? So they just signed him. Now, granted, they signed him for a good, I think it's a great deal for him. It's not bad. It's not bad. I'll take well, it. I don't hate it. Well, if you think about it, how old is Jared Allen now? 24? No, I'm not sure. Yeah, he's younger. I don't know exactly his age. But they locked him in before the new CBA started again. Yeah. 23. Thank you, Ed. 23. 23. And they signed him until he's 28. Not bad. They got a good young core. The thing is, is with Evan Mobley, I want to see what he can actually do. Now, like, I went back and watched some highlights of him. And Brian... He can move off the ball. He can be on the ball. The only thing I worry about with him is his frame. But the bad thing with NBA, everybody says frame all the time. But look at Kevin Durant. I look at him and I figure if you touch him one time, he's going to fall over. Right. It doesn't matter in the NBA. That's why the Cavs need to decide um, what they need from him. What role is he going to do? Is he going to be a perimeter guy? If he's going to be banging in the blocks, you're right. He's going to have to put on some weight. He's going to he's 215. Guys are going to push him all over the court and these grown men in the NBA. So well, you got to like- decide, put on some weight or um or just play out on the perimeter and develop a shot. Well, it sounds like what they're doing is Allen's going to be the five and he's going to be the four. Yeah. And he does have an outside shot. I've seen it. It's not it's you know, fantastic, but he does have an outside shot. It's described as he has good touch for his size. So take that for what it's worth. Yeah, it's it's not an incredible shot, but um yeah, he can knock down a jumper. He can't really at this point, he's not great at creating his own shot on the perimeter. Um but that'll come with time. He's still a damn good passer for well, a big he, man. Yeah, the pick and roll guy. Did yeah. You, have you watched his pick and roll stuff? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I forgot about they did sign Rubio. So we got we got Rubio who had thirty-eight points against Team USA. So right, yep, yeah, and they got a veteran in there to kind of help out Sexton at Garland, and I'm glad they did because sure. they needed an actual true veteran to do it. And I think Rubio is actually going to score you some points. 
He's not, I mean, he's been in the league for a while, so he's a veteran. Yeah, you need those veterans to um to help out. You know, what happens if uh if we do change Sexton now? Um, we're gonna need somebody else. We lost Delhi, so we need a little more production from our backup uh, guards. And yeah, if he can score thirty eight against an Olympic team, I'll take him. What did he rate? Oh, can't believe it's. <clears throat> He's only, He's only 30? 30. Ruby's only 30? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Holy cow. His, his claim to fame was I think he was drafted maybe two spots ahead of uh, Steph Curry. So, so he's been we'll, in the league that long. We'll get into this next episode, but I, I want to get your feelings just a little bit about what's going on with the Lakers. Just real quick. I, I know we're not NBA team, but sure. Carmelo, Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, was, was D-Wade going to come out of retirement and just be their shooting guard too? Like, Why not? Like, well, are, I mean, are they, they just putting together the friends group and just let's go have fun, boys? Hey! The, the banana boat is back together. Um, like, I mean, yeah, seriously? This is why a lot of people have soured on the NBA because the this Lakers are I doing don't. what the Lakers are doing and the Nets are obviously the other super team. And, you know, you mean to tell me we have to watch nine months of basketball or whatever it is just to get to a Lakers net final, which don't get me wrong. It'll be very entertaining. Yeah, but we already did that with the Cavs and Warriors for how many years? Yeah, but the Cavs and Warriors weren't super teams like the Lakers and the uh, eh, maybe they were. Maybe I'm biased because I'm in Cleveland, but I don't think. Yeah, I don't, you know, Davis, we would have more. Uh, but yeah, that's why over the years I've soured on basketball and, and it, unfortunately it looks the way, the same way that a uh, baseball might be going. I mean, the Dodgers are a super team basically, right? Yeah. How, how do, how do they get to trade, you know, these, uh, couple unproven prospects for, you know, two all-stars to add to their already all-star lineup. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I guess uh, Washington was looking to get rid of uh, Westbrook and there probably weren't a whole lot of suitors. And so the Lakers just gave them basically everything they had left because they don't have a whole lot left other than LeBron and AD. (laughs) But yeah, if you're a true, like that's what I feel bad for those true NBA fans that, uh, you know, want to talk themselves into, Hey, everyone has a chance every year. And unless there's some major injuries, like we saw this past year, I don't, I don't think there's much of a chance for the other, what twenty eight teams. Yeah, it just it sucks. It, NBA is all players now, and it's not teams, and it's it is what it is. Yeah, that's why that's why football's the best because you don't have these super teams. Well, way to transition it, Brian. Yeah, because you want to know why? Why Browns training camp? Has started. They put the pads on today. Let's go. I heard uh, the line of the weekend was um, actually came from Bruce Arians. He said they were asking him about, you know, how do you feel now that you have to put the pads on? And he said, well, I told my guy soccer soccer practice is over. Oh, that's the best <laughs> line ever. Oh, my Lord. I love Which it. is kind of, yeah. I mean, it's not football if you're not hitting each other. So we have we have a couple little nagging injuries right now. 
We have uh, Anthony Walker's out with a little bit of a knee injury. It might be a week or two. It's, it's Hey, the way he came off, though, I thought it was a lot worse than what it was. Sounds like it's just a sprain, and yeah. he's just working out. Uh, Grant Delpit has been on the sideline just watching for a few practices, but he is still participating. Mm-hmm. Um, Anthony or Schwartz uh, is dealing with, I think, a knee or ankle, mm-hmm. and Rodney Harrison is dealing with a hamstring. So we have some minor dings and bang-ups that you have in uh, training camp. But yep. the best thing to come out of this training camp, and Vinny, get ready to hit it. Your starting running back, Nicholas Chubb, signs a three-year, $36.6 million contract with $20 million guaranteed. Thank you, Nick Chubb, for being Nick Chubb, because that kid could have got paid $15 million a year, and he is only getting 12 now. It's, it's so great. He loves Cleveland. He just wants to run. And guess what? He can get another contract at 29. This is how it pans out. How awesome. Yeah. It, uh, that was the first thing that when I saw the particulars that he, three years, 36 million, I was ecstatic about the, the money. But three years, I, I wasn't sure was that more Chubb wanting three years because maybe he can get another contract after this. Or is that the Browns wanting three years saying, well, agent. what's that? That might be his agent doing that one. Yeah, because I think um, Derrick Henry signed last year for four years and most of the other uh, running backs ahead of him have signed at least for four years. So, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't know um, who was who was wanting that three-year deal more. Um, I don't think it's come out really, and I don't know if we'll ever know, but that was something that, kind of was a head scratcher for me, but I'm with you. How, as a Browns fan, how could you not love it? This is our guy. He is a generational talent, and we got him locked up for three years with Kareem Hunt for at least two, with most of our offensive line for at least two, with our wide receiving core for at least two. So this offense is going to stay intact for at least the next three years. Think about that, people. Next three years. The only person is Odell on the outside looking in, right? But we still have him for this year. But I'm just saying. Next year if we want him. The best thing about this is they actually interviewed him after the signing, and I think it was Nathan Segura, and I quote, so what'd you do to celebrate? Eh, nothing. I just kind of hung out at the house. (laughs) Oh, yo, you could go by. No, no, I just, eh, it hasn't really hit me yet. I'm just, you know, Nick Chubb is a different breed of football player. And and I think, I'm not completely sure I'm shooting from the hip on this one, Brian. I think he's the only Browns player in the first three seasons to have over 950 yards rushing in his first three seasons. He is, that could be true. I haven't heard that stat, but he is the only running back in NFL history to average over five yards a carry in his first three years. And also, I mean, every single season. All right. So, the Browns. All right. While you're looking, yeah. Let me let me get a little stat nerdy on you too, because the, stat the, nerdy. the last uh, the last month, two months, we've been calling Nick 
Chubb a Hall of Famer. And I haven't heard many other people say that about him. Some people still don't think he's a top five running back in the league, which is absolutely absurd. So Nick Chubb over the last, well, his whole career, the last three years, he's averaging 5.2 yards a carry. And that's kind of for me how I uh, rank the running backs because I don't care about how many carries you get, how many times you touch the ball. When you have the ball, how far do you get? I think is the easiest thing for my brain to compute. So 5.2 yards a carry. Let's see. Christian McCaffrey, the highest paid running back in the league. He averages 4.6 yards a carry. Zeke Elliott, the second highest paid guy, 4.5. Alvin Kamara, third. 5.0, 5.0, Dalvin Cook, fourth, 4.8, Derrick Henry, fifth, 5.0. So all the guys that are making more money than him don't have the production that he has. So that, that's per carry. That's also not per that's pass. Per, that's also, per carry. Also, they don't have a Kareem Hunt with him. Exactly. Here's, here's the stat I want to throw at you. Derrick Henry last year touched the ball almost 400 times. Yeah. 300 and something. Right. The only times Nick Chubb touched it, he was in the middle of the rankings. He was like 18th at 200. Yeah, but he missed a couple. He missed what, four games last year? Yeah, but I mean, just think about that. He's averaging these yards just touching the ball just 200 times. He averaged, like, dude, averaged. 10 yards of carry in the fourth quarter. Nobody averaged at even seven. So he averaged three more yards than anybody else. This is why I love this pick that uh, <clears throat> certain Dorsey made. Because even at Georgia, he wasn't the premier back. He was just a workhorse behind everybody else. And guess what? He still ran. Here, he's the premier back. But there's another one that's also there. It doesn't bother him. Like, he just puts the helmet on and says, all right, coach, it's time to play. Let's go. Like, there's no there's no animosity. There's no – he's just doing his job and going out and doing it great, by the way, because uh, we had the Madden rankings. What is he, like 98 break tackle? He is like wow. – he's like fourth overall. Like, he's a – he – people can't touch him and his vision – to find the hole, like we were worried at the preseason, very first preseason game. I'm not worried anymore because once he finds that hole, he's gone because he's in it and out, and the quarterback's going shit, and he is past him. You you know how to transition right to what else I had written down here. Yeah, last week we had the Madden rankings come out, and yes, to me. These are the most realistic rankings that I've seen. I mean, we talk Pete Prisco, pro football focus, whatever. I mean, that's one guy who doesn't probably even watch the whole league. Madden sends a whole team out to scout every single player on your team to come up with a realistic ranking. So what do we have? Yeah, Nick Chubb, 96. He's tied for second with Derrick Henry and Christian McCaffrey's at a 97. So I'm okay with that. Yeah. Nick Chubb should be the at least at very the minimum the second Cook best. Was with him too. No, it was um it was Henry. Uh, Dalvin Cook might have been ninety five or something like that. So okay. just behind him, um, and Miles Garrett was number one too. 
He he was number one defensive end in the league. And after watching yeah. his workout today, I got to see a little glimpse of him in the pads, hit the sleds. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, and he, he's he's the best defensive end in the league. And, and I don't know if it's because he's in Cleveland or what, but um, yeah, he gets no respect other than the people who are actually scouting every single game and breaking down every single part of his game. So, yeah, I thought that was spot on. And the other one, the other big one that, that Cleveland's probably looking for is Baker. Baker was the 11th um, quarterback rating ranked. So I think that's pretty accurate to me. I mean, some yeah. people, uh, you saw these tiers and some people had him in like the fourth tier and had like Kyler Murray against him. Give me a break. Zeke and Kyler Murray are the two most overrated players in the NFL. And I think it's just because they're good in fantasy football. So, yeah, that, like I said, you transitioned right to where I want to go next. So those were the big ones that I was hoping for. But if we want to go back to Nick Chubb, the other thing I thought of was Nick Chubb didn't take every single dollar um, like he maybe potentially could have. So hopefully maybe that sets the tone and sends a message to the other guys that we want to do something special here. And, hey, Baker, maybe you don't have to get $40 million. Maybe you don't have to hold out for that. You know, take a little less, even take 30, even if you take 34, 35, don't be holding out for every last dollar because how could Baker take 38, 39, $40 million and walk into that building and look at Nick Chubb and say, well, that guy sacrificed a couple million dollars for this team, but I'm holding out for every last penny. But it's a business though. It's a business, but I'm telling you that. And the thing is though, that is generational money. That is not just play money. That is generational. But that, $35 million is generational money. $40 million, what's the difference? Sign the damn contract, Baker. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm saying, what do you, what do you, I mean, may, and maybe the, maybe the Browns are lowballing him and offer him like 25 or something. I don't know. I don't see them doing that, but yeah, let's do something special. Um, I don't, yeah, if you want to make Pat Mahomes money, then you can go somewhere else. But you're the 11th best quarterback in the league. So if, if you're holding out for top five money, give me a break. Ed and Columbus chimes in. Baker's birdie. OBJ is Webster. Chubb is Biter. Ward is Minifield. 2021 is 1987, but no fumble. <laughs> I mean, it's... It's hard. Like this is the highest expectation the Browns have had since then, right? Yeah, uh, possibly higher. I, okay, it could be because so, I mean, we're hoping Chubb is better than Biner. Um, you know, if Baker's Bernie, I think we would probably take that. But our expectations are even higher because we've had to endure so much losing over the last twenty-five years. Well, let's get into uh, Paul D. Podesta signed a, a five-year extension, so that keeps the front office intact for at least the next three to four years. So that's awesome. I, you know, I was skeptical about what was going on, but now that I watch how the pieces are moving in and what's happening, I'm kind of intrigued what D. Podesta actually does, uh, along with everybody else, because. Um, the other uh, one thing I wanted to throw at you is uh, he wanted nothing to do with Moneyball. So that's why uh, Jonah Hill's character had a different name. Hmm. So just a little heads up. So he just, God, he's brilliant. I, 
what can you say? He's brilliant. It it all started with him. Once once the Haslam's committed to Paul D. Podesta, that was the beginning of the turnaround because he brought in Andrew Barry, he brought in Kevin Stefanski. And without those guys, we'd probably still be pretty similar to where we were, maybe a little better than Freddie Kitchens, but I don't know if anybody else that we could have brought in, Josh McDaniels, could have turned the team around in one year and one coach of the year that year. So, yeah, I, I tip my hat to him because, you know, we didn't like hearing, um, you know, what he was doing. And, well, he's just a baseball guy, but he's come through and the proof is in the pudding. So he definitely deserves it. Justin, thank you for chiming in. After last season, I think local expectations are higher. National expectations are like Rodney Dangerfield. I get no respect. Yeah, without <laughs> a doubt. And it's just what we're going to have to deal with as Browns fans. We've done it for years. All right. So, Bry, are you ready to get into a certain segment that we love to get into? If I- and now it's time for Fat Boy Tuesday. He was waiting to hear a response, and now here I'm we going. Go. Uh, okay, we got. Huh? Uh, what? Going on? <laughs> Let's bring Vinny back in for Fat Boy Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, Vinny. So Fat Boy Tuesday, we threw it out last week on a poll. All right, meat to bread ratio. Now we've already done this in episode seven of our show. If you want to go back so. and listen to us, we are mm-hmm. on. We put out the audio. We are on Anchor, Spotify. We are on iHeart. We're on every major platform. Just search Legal Hands of the Face. If you can't watch us, find us on audio, okay? So this meat to bread ratio, Bri and I started a long time ago because Bri thinks there is a perfect meat to bread ratio. I think there is no ratio, and you can just throw whatever the hell you want on a sandwich and let's go. So, Bri... Describe to me your perfect meat to bread ratio. Yeah, it's it's hard to describe. You, you almost just have to judge it as you're eating it. Um, I think we know when if you bite into something, well, that thing's got too much meat or that bun. There's just not enough bun on it. Um, so it, I can't really describe it without uh, actually doing it. And you know, we've been to places where. I'll get a double cheeseburger with you and I'll get back and there's just too much meat and I'll take one burger and throw it in the trash. Uh, <laughs> well, he yeah. Throw, he doesn't throw it in the trash. It gets eaten. Well, somewhere else. well yeah. Somebody, somebody <laughs> will get it. <laughs> Not name but, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, and it's different with everything, you know, um, so like like yeah. a Slimans corned beef. It, those of you who are here, way too much. Corky and Lenny's. Um, is too yeah, much I went meat. there. It's too much meat for you. So you can make like four sandwiches out of that. The sam the sandwich was that big, and the bread was two pieces of Wonder Bread from your local uh, grocery store. <laughs> so what about like a half pound beef and cheddar from Arby's? You wouldn't touch it. I I honestly I I don't know um how much a half pound is um of the because i just get the normal beef and cheddars at arby's normal beef and cheddars is pretty good okay. anything too much more than that yeah i I probably take some off give it to the dog yeah. half pound beef and cheddars like three of those yeah it's it's coming oh up. yeah it, no no th- i mean what i do is i take that meat off and i make another sandwich out of it okay so 
Vinny, I gotta see where you're at with this. Yeah, movie. yeah. So we we when we did uh uh episode seven, Vinny wasn't with us at the time. So no, he was not. please chime in uh with please your uh you know the more meat the better. I mean <laughs> I have uh, so so big old hunk of meat and two pieces of Wonder Bread. You're good. Wait, wait till the top three, and you'll you'll have a better understanding. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, our top three will be coming up here in a second. So, yeah. like for me, like I, I'm kind of with Bride. Like, there's a point in time where it's just like too much meat. Yeah, it passes the edge. Been there yet. <laughs> Like I've had corned beef sandwiches, I've had Rubens, I've had Dagwoods, and I've had them stacked all the way outside the bun. I have never found a sandwich yet with too much meat. When it saturates the bread, it's between. Then we're getting close. Then it's about that time. Mm-hmm. You know. Then okay, maybe there's too much meat. Mm-hmm. You know. Then I'll I, I might take a little off, <laughs> but. <laughs> As long I, as the I just, bread's still I, intact, I mean, I'm good. Let's keep it going. I think the oh boy, <laughs> I think the old lady said his commercial. Where's the beef? That's uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and, and it can go the other way. You can't have too much bread on a sandwich and not enough meat. So it's no, not just totally, a one way thing. I totally get that, and it oh, it depends on the type of bun, a pretzel bun. Can never have too much. Wow. That that's where I was going next. Like, yeah. so you guys say um it's all about the meat and you don't really care. Do you not care about the bread at all? The bun at all? Or where's that line up on your priority ranking? Because I think a good bun can take a sandwich to the next level. Yes. I agree. And the thing is though, is I am with bread, it all depends on the bread and the sandwich. It depends on what sandwich I'm getting. If I'm getting a Reuben, I want a nice piece of rye bread. You know, right. I want pastrami, maybe a little sourdough. But I also want a bite with it. I don't want like a soggy bun or a soggy piece of bread. I want like I want bread with a bite into it. Mm-hmm. I hate sourdough bread. Really? I can't stand <laughs> Are you serious bread. right now? <laughs> no, that's serious. Wow, of all things. Of all, of of all, all things. things we Sourdough bread's where you draw the line. That's where huh? he draws the line, I, I guess. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I, right. Maybe I've just had bad sourdough bread. I don't know. I don't know. All right, we're going to have to work so, with Vinny. So, so when I'm thinking of the meat-to-bread ratio, I think of – I go to um, – Panini's downtown. You know, you go down for an Indians game, you go down to a Browns game. They have that flat top. You order your sandwich, and they give you two pretty good sizable pieces of Italian bread. And it's just the perfect bread, the perfect amount of fries and toppings and meat. If you were to substitute that Italian bread with two pieces of Wonder Bread, I think that sandwich is not as good. Okay, so it's got to be like a bread thickness is also there for you. Also, I would agree. Oh yeah, so, no, no, yeah. so a panini sandwich you can do. Oh yeah, I love paninis. But since it's a thin slice of bread on most slime sandwiches, you cannot do. So if it was a it, thick piece of bread, you'd right? Be okay with it. Well, right, and that's why it's it's the ratio, the, the meat ratio. to bread ratio. If you have a ton of meat, then I need a ton more bread. But then once you do that, I don't know if I'll be able to. Take a bite out of it. 
Well, Ed's with you. We'll have to talk about this later right. off the air. Thank you, Ed. See, people in Columbus aren't smart. Quit talking bad Whoa. about it. <laughs> well, we have not. That started. was you. You. That's all you. No, I'm no. not from Columbus. Where, where no. Fat <laughs> man's talking wow. bad about Columbus people all the Jeez. time. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> wow. Point to that uh that banner right above your right shoulder. Other right. Yep, right there. <laughs> there yeah. it is. Uh, Michigan. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. How do I know? How do I know your right shoulder more than you? And I'm backwards. Well, I'm looking at a camera, and that's laughing at us now. Hold on. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Once you go, have another one. Cincinnati. Hey, don't think I, I won't. Cleveland. Then you Cheers. have Michigan. Cheers, Brian. <laughs> Not even gonna. Pay attention to that, Vinny. All right, so let's get into Vinny. Let's click on the top three. Get the top three going. All right, here we go. All right, so our top three tonight, like we do every night, we are doing homemade sandwiches. Rye, you have full reign of whatever you want to make a sandwich. What are your top three sandwiches you're going to make? Top three sandwiches I'm making at my house. And you have full reign of anything. Okay. All right. So is that good for you? Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, I, I guess there's some fancier options I could go to, but I'm thinking of the ones that... Like- like Maybe I make more most often and yeah. uh, kind of my go-tos. Like your go-tos. Like you're going to sit down and watch the Browns game. What sandwich are you making to sit down and watch Browns right. game? Right. Okay. Well, here we go. Um, number three, I'm thinking a little bit outside the box, or you could say outside the bun. I'm going a breakfast burrito there you go. with a, a, little, uh, a little scrambled eggs. Got to be crispy break. Crispy bacon, breakfast, and burrito. yep, and my uh, Hold on. my is sausage sandwich. Oh yeah, outside the that, How is that considered? All right. No, it's not. Now we are getting crispy <laughs> and burritos all mixed up. Oh, that's not. Considered. I'm sorry that you can't wrap your head around it. That's a sandwich. That's what do you want me? All right, my number three is a hot dog. What do you think of that? Then he was actually going to do that to you. Too. <laughs> I was going to do that too. <laughs> See, good minds think alike. All right, so give give me what you're making. All right, again, not a sandwich. Whether whether <laughs> uh, my my other two are actual have two pieces of bread. If that makes you feel a little more comfortable, <laughs> I know you can't wrap your little Ohio State head around it, but um. <laughs> And guess what? A wrap is one piece. <laughs> well, th- this one right. might be more up your alley. So it, it, it's an Italian. Hold on. Number two. Is, is an Italian sandwich. All right. I, I do a little uh, a little ham salami. Usually we don't have pepperoni sitting around, but to make a perfect one, it'd be pepperoni, Italian dressing, lettuce, and banana peppers. And yeah, that's my go-to whenever I go to a sub place. So if I had all the stuff here, I'll make it here. Fantastic. 
All right. Your number one. I might I might shock you here a little bit. My number one. Good old American simple peanut butter and jelly. That a boy. Probably at least eh, a couple times a month, I'd say. Maybe three, four times a month. I'll just be looking for a late night snack. And the two criteria is it has to be crunchy Jif peanut butter. That a boy. And it has to be Smucker's strawberry jelly. Ohio grown. All the best. And usually wheat bread for me is probably what I prefer. Wheat over white. Wheat? Yep. What are you at Subway? Sign oh, me no. up. There it is. <laughs> High five. Absolutely take a light. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. All right. So next, top three. We go to my cousin Vinny. All right. Number three. You got an honorable mention, which was a hot dog, by the way, because he's yeah. going to mess with us about yeah, it as a hot dog and sandwich. I'm with you, Vinny. Honorable mention. I got you too. All right. So number three. <laughs> My number three is a hot or cold ham and cheese sandwich. Oh, yeah. Get a little mayo on that. Get a little lettuce. Your goal. Well, really more for the cold. You know, do a cold hot ham and cheese. Yeah. With or, mayo. Well, with me. It's okay. Yeah. It's, it's all okay. the same. Hot ham and cheese are so good, though. Oh, yeah. Know. Love I hot love ham and cheese. Especially in those little pie pans and the little yeah, I, I just i usually don't have the patience for it but um yeah when you do they're delicious absolutely pb on both sizes the <laughs> jelly doesn't leak yeah i, yeah. I like holy yeah. shit okay thank you gotta you, be Ed. careful you don't go too overboard oh, though because it can be a lot of peanut butter but thank you, Ed. that might start turning me back on to pb and j's right. oh yeah all right number two for my cousin betty number two <laughs> I had to play the cow. Steakum sandwiches. You get some American cheese. You get the steakums. Just... You do mayo, all on a hoagie style bun. Absolutely, Brian. You're I've giving never... me crap over breakfast burrito, and you're going with steakums. I've never had steakums, what? so I don't know. <laughs> I don't want a hoagie. Oh, okay, okay. You put it on bread. a hoagie. All right. Yeah, it's two pieces bread. So the bread is the issue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The bread with you is always the issue. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Mr. Steakum. All right. My number one for my cousin Vinny. <laughs> so other than like uh, <laughs> other than like a hoagie style bun, the only uh, rye bread seems to be some of the, the thicker and can absorb quite a bit this one here it's you know those like meat tray delis that you get you can get for parties and stuff like that sometimes you have a lot left over or sometimes you have a little left over of everything mm-hmm. no way did you see it yeah so, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't get to read the whole thing uh, real quick so things that scare me sometimes <laughs> what kind of meat is it really right Dang. liquid meat you, you know that's what they say about uh about Arby's. Hey, I'll eat that all day. Liquid meat, liquid meat. Don't think about way, it. By the way, Arby's, we would love you to sponsor our Fat Boy Tuesday. <laughs> Google McDonald's pink slime. You'll never eat McDonald's again. Stop it! Oh my god! Stop it! Whoa. Stop it, Brian! Come on! Right. 
Not one. I didn't. I didn't do it. I'm just. That's what I was told. King slime. That's horrible. Come on, Brian. Back to my number one. What the heck? Yeah, very appetizing now. So, so on this on this meat tray, right? There's you get the ham, turkey, salami, roast beef. There's pastrami. You know, and then they give you like some other sides and stuff with it. There's a little like lettuce leaf that they kind of lay everything on. I don't think you're supposed to eat it, but I eat it anyway. Tomato, <laughs> uh, you know, and then it comes with like that that macaroni salad, all right there in the in the center of it all. Oh yeah, all of that on a sandwich, including the macaroni salad. You get some pickles on there, you know. That's kind of where I was going before with that whole meat to bread ratio. I that goes out the window, and that rye bread that I don't know, maybe I get, I don't know, but it's like it's thick enough, it takes it, it's huge, and I'm able to eat it. And you know, my bread ain't soggy, nothing, it's it's amazing stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm writing it down, the rye bread will take it very well. Gotcha. All you gotta do is just order oh, one of those. Take trays. it. Everything on that tray goes right there on it. <laughs> right. So I'm gonna go with an honorable mention for mine. I'm gonna go with you with a Jif crunchy peanut butter, but with bread and butter pickles on top. Then Princess made an appearance. There she she loves that. Mm, that that loves must be her snack. Right, yeah. So that's my order. My cousin got me on that. Thank, I, I'll eat it anytime I can. Uh-huh. Bye. Number three. There it is. With a you give me a straight turkey with Miracle Whip, tomato, and lettuce. I am crushing that thing. And it, sometimes I put my barbecue chips on top of it. I can't help it. Uh, I'm, I'm that kind of guy. Just and it's got to be for me. It's got to be a lot of Miracle Whip. I need a lot of sauce. I've done peanut butter and chips. I'm not talking about peanut butter and chips. Well, I'm just I'm just saying. You know, you're talking so, about. I mean, where are we going here? The, so, in in my mind, the chips are kind of the oddball out of that I, sandwich. I, I understand. No, no, no. So, no, I mean, no, no, no. I've I'm talking like a peanut turkey butter. sandwich. No, no, no. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> And a normal wow, turkey sandwich would be fine. You're spicing it up a little bit by With putting chips, chips on yes. it. Sure. And I'm all I'm trying to say is, you know, that's not too far-fetched. I've had peanut butter sandwiches with chips on them as well. So With regular chips or just? I don't care what kind of chips. All right, well, Usually sour cream and cheddar. So, okay. so, so bringing it back, it, it has to be Miracle Whip over mayo? Yes. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I I don't I really don't do mayo at all. What's the difference between my wife says Miracle Whip's a little sweeter? Yes, it's a lot yeah. sweeter. Uh, peanut butter difference. with Collins potato chips on it. And well, Columbus, I love the cons, and I got he knew it was going to get red putting cons in. Oh, <laughs> where am I at now? Number two. Yeah. All right. So my or you just did you just did your ham or your turkey? So number one. So what was my number three? Number three was uh, bread and butter pickles and uh, oh, that was peanut butter. Mention. That was honorable mention. Oh, that was honorable mention. Got that was honor- I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Your Jif, your chunky Jif was the honorable yeah. mention. With the bread and butter. Don't you talk about his chunky Jif. Oh, uh, all right. So my number two, 
we're getting off track. My number two. I am with my cousin Vinny. You cannot go wrong with a hot ham and cheese or a cold ham and cheese. Mm-hmm. I put spicy brown mustard on mine or just regular mustard. But that's if I got to go to, I'll put that on there. But let's get to my number one. And my number one is a fried thick cut bologna sandwich with lettuce, tomato, tomato, mayo, and mustard on toast. They could put a fried egg on that too. I, I I might. Oh yeah, I've had it before. That sounds amazing. So you said we couldn't do hot dogs. Doesn't isn't that basically a hot dog? No, no, no. <laughs> because it's two different breads. Uh, how thick yeah. are we talking? Like just like <laughs> little little thick guy right there. Okay. Like, little, 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 okay. like uh, six inches. <laughs> that's, that's like two slices of toast, though, right? To be considered a sandwich. Yeah, you got to do slice of toast on top. Yeah, slice. Yeah. All right. My dad got Not me just hooked. Like on, my dad slice. got me hooked on that. Yeah, I'll have it, to try that. I haven't oh. had it in a while. I used to do a uh, bologna and ketchup sandwiches, which yeah, basically a hot dog. Pretty much. <sighs> when I was real little, kind of redneck. Spam? Sorry. Have you have you done spam? No, I have not done spam. Oh my god, I gotta get you two hooked on spam. All right, so we are here at the end of our show. We gotta get the trivia out of the road first, then we'll get to the word of the day. So, trivia, Brian, you already know the answer. I know you do. So, well, you don't know that. My Nick- mom used to babysit a kid who used to eat nothing but ketchup sandwiches. Brian, are you that kid? <laughs> any, any, that doesn't any- sound bad. Anytime it was over, it was just it was a ketchup sandwich. My mom was actually so concerned at one point. She was like, she talked to her mother. She was like, listen, I can make you call child services. All I want is, you know, all he wants is a ketchup sandwich. Justin came in grilled PB and J. Have you ever had a grilled PB and J? I've had a grill. I used to eat a lot of grilled peanut butters growing up, but I never really put jelly on it. I don't know why, but I don't see why that would be a bad thing. That sounds delicious. It does. The toast in the toaster and then put peanut butter on it and it's melted the peanut butter. <laughs> I've done that. We are an hour and 10 minutes in. I'm trying to close out the right, show for like the past out. 30 minutes. Close it out. Let's close it. All right. So, Brian, my trivia to you is that when Nick Chubb rushes for over 100 yards, right? What is the Browns record? Over under 11 and a half. Uh, I'm gonna take a shot in the dark and say the Browns are 17 and four when Nick Chubb rushes over 100 yards. I think it's 13 and four. Oh, but Vinny, check it out. Well, he can't. W- maybe we'll, we'll get we'll get it back to him next. Well, so it's over 11. I think I, it's over 11, but I think it's, it's 11. 13 and four when Chubb rushes over 100 yards. Yep. How crazy is that? Yeah, I mean, he's a stud. He's the engine that runs our offense. All right, so, Vinny, let's get this word out of the day out of the road. Jesus. Palaver. I swear oh, I heard dear this. God. Yes, palaver is the word of the day. <clears throat> so the definition 
No, no, you can't give us a definition. <laughs> no, let them give no, it. No, no. Well, that's that's good because I don't know. That's kind of you weird. can't give us a definition. No, gotta you got to guess. Okay, what do you got for the definition? All right. Oh, All right. yeah. I think I know. I, it just came to me. So to help you out, Brian, I'm not sure if I said it towards the beginning of the show or not. No, you but did it's, not. It's it's something that kind of encompasses like the the three of us through like what we do, how we do. Got it. it. Like that. Got it. Okay. And I'll I'll go first because. Yeah, I I knew I heard this word before, and I couldn't remember how. I'll let um, you go first because <laughs> not, not even close. And, and may, maybe I'll maybe take, the I'll Coors Lights are maybe the Coors Lights are getting to me, and I'm just completely off on some other planet. But I swear I remember um, David Stern using this word when he was talking about a scuffle with the uh, San Antonio Spurs. And um, another team, a bench clearing uh, situation. So I think palaver kind of means banter, like back and forth, um, uh, like trash talking, kind of. Really? I was thinking like a loofah and like a. Okay, so obviously I'm wrong. So where, where are we at here? All right. So idle talk or misleading or beguiling speech is one of the definitions. No, 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 not for us though. That's not okay. the, not not where I All see. Right, it. So go ahead. Oh. You know, the the number one definition under it is a long discussion or meeting, parlay, uh usually between persons of different cultures or level of sophistication. The way you guys know sports versus me. That's why I disappear. I really don't know sports <laughs> well, that much. Well, and also we got your the... level of sophistication with sports versus mine that sets you guys off at a different level. And That's also awesome. the diversity because you're Sicilian. And the diversity, of course. <laughs> well, don't ever take away my Sicilian. I'm, I'm, but I, a conference or a discussion? No, 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 I'm not saying that negatively. All right, all, all right. right. Don't worry about it. So I was wrong. You were. Brad was right. <laughs> Did it? Do I get a point for that? Yeah. Yeah, there's Golly. something get it for it, you. Hey, yeah, buddy, I, I knew like, I heard that. It sounded like a loofah on a stick that goes somewhere. All right. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. I mean, I, I was I pulled that deep in the back of my mind. This is going back to like 2005 or something. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I don't pre-fractured skull. Uh, possibly. Uh, you know what? When since my phone is up here, I'm gonna have to. When we get off here, I'll Google David Stern palaver and uh, and see what comes up because right, yeah, I, I remember that, and I don't know, maybe maybe I'm like um, in what was that movie Beer Fest? Beer. E equals MC Hammered, where the, when you dr- when you drink, you remember stuff from your past. Uh, hey, right? Can we bring up the Canadian story that you have? That that can be one of the stories we get to eventually. We'll tease okay. it for down the road. All right, I still need to get road. to the Ohio State Michigan story going up to Ann Arbor. Maybe we'll have a game this year and we can talk about that. All right, so boys, we are here at the end of the show. Let's close it out. All right, so we are Legal Hit in the Face. You can find us here live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter every Tuesday at six p.m. 
You can also catch our audio. I'll bring our audio up. Normally it's on Wednesday when I drop it. But we have the audio version. You can find it anywhere. iHeart, uh, Spotify, wherever you want to find the audio at. Um, Bri, we're here, buddy. We got it in the show. Let's do it. God bless him, Bri. Yep. God bless you. God bless your family. God bless America. Have a good Vinny, week. Tell them good night. Hey, have a good night, everybody. I am that fat guy. We are definitely uncorked, unloaded, and we are out. We will see you next week at 6 p.m. See ya. Palaver. <laughs>